0: Welcome to Right Thinking with Steve Copeland. I'm your host, Steve Copeland, and thank you for tuning in. Let's have a great day. Good morning, everybody. Glad to be with you. Well, today is episode number 308. Right Thinking with Steve Copeland is very pleased to announce that this week's show was called Back to the Basics. Tune in and hear Steve share his thoughts on the progress that Right Thinking Foundation is making as it forges ahead. With this mission to help people have a better life. Well, this is my first new content show of uh, 2023. Uh the last two weeks I played uh two shows that were uh for basically ending the year around Christmas time and and a, a New Year's message that I gave. It's I played the same one I played last year because to be to be honest, I, I thought that it was still the right message and I hope that everybody had a chance to listen to it. Well. It's a new year. Last week's show, a new year, a new necktie. Well, this is a new year and and for some, a new attitude. What I want to talk about today is I I want to look back and, and just sort of refresh some thinking as to what it is that I'm trying to do through Right Thinking Foundation. This is my eleventh year of right thinking foundation uh January of twenty twelve and um as as the numbers imply, three hundred and eight episodes. I'm just a couple episodes away from six years of doing weekly messages and um but I've had some phenomenal guests i've I've gotten some wonderful comments from people across the country that they're they're enjoying the the show uh Viapath Technologies is. Uh, I'm 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 loving my relationship with them as they put me in front of people all across the country. I uh, I donated my book from the lip to the hip was a pretty far distance. It had some some wonderful friends of mine that uh, collaborated with me to to put out the book that the subtitle was Doing What You Say You're Going to Do: Lessons in Character and Integrity. The last six months, I've gotten probably 30-some letters from all over the country, and uh, I, I joke around. It's like like the rhinestone cowboy, the lyrics, you know, getting cards and letters from people I don't even know. I've gotten letters from El Paso, Fort Worth, other cities in Texas, Florida, Mississippi, California, Nebraska, Indiana, uh, just Missouri, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New York. Virginia lots of letters but to be honest with you I'm I'm overwhelmed because the letters tell me that people are identifying with the message in the book and the message in the book is is mostly about honoring your commitment honoring your good name and so over the last 11 years since I first got the calling to to form right thinking foundation and and try to use my life experiences to, uh, for the benefit of others. And, uh, I've, I've been trying to figure a lot of things out. And, um, the main thing is we all know that many people are stuck in life. Many people are in a place that they don't want to be how they got there is not a good story, but it's all about change going into transformation. And, and so, Some of the guests that I've had, great, motivational, inspirational people. We we're trying to put out messages that give people hope and encouragement to be able to face their hardships in life and uh, maybe just look at what other people have done to, to, to get through their hardships and make a few changes. A lot of people that are seeking to make change are making good progress. Rome was not built in a day. Jimmy Cliff, Rome was not built in a, J, in, a, in a day, opposition will come your way, but the hotter the battle you see is the sweeter the victory. That's one of my main songs that I pass out in my foundation. You know, life's not easy sometimes, but life is beautiful and it can be blessed. And, and as I go forth here, I'm finding out that a lot of people that aren't moving forward, their attitude that nobody wants to help me. There's nothing else I can do. I've tried and tried, but nobody's there for me. Um, those kind of attitudes. As people are leaving prison and going back out into the communities, a lot of times doors are closed to them. They're having a hard time getting jobs. One of the greatest things about my relationship with uh, Viapath is that Tony Loudon was on a, on a show about four months ago. Uh, he's the uh, reintegration uh, Head of um, Biopath Technologies, and he's making great strides. in knowing that just trying to reprogram people, help people, educate people while they're incarcerated isn't enough, we have to we have to help them go back out into the communities. We have to get into helping to rebuild their families. And that's that's been a wonderful breakthrough for me because I met Antonio Sadler. He's been on the show. Uh, by himself through the series that I did with Viapath, Pathways to Success, Viapath Technologies, and then I had he and his wife on together doing two shows where we're exploring the the harsh reality of incarcer uh, the the harsh reality of separation uh, through incarceration. Uh, Antonio, nine years incarcerated, being reunited with his family. His, his children were uh, six months, 18 months old when he first went in. And, and we wanted to talk about what it's like to come back out and to rebuild that family. Those, those two shows are phenomenal. And Antonio, uh, Tony is Antonio's father that Antonio introduced me to. He's done a lot of shows with me. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I did a show like father like son that actually had Antonio and Tony on together. So what I want to do today, is, is talk about why I do these shows with other people and the direction that we're all trying to go and come back to uh, reintroducing some of the basics of the foundation, uh, what it's what is basically built upon and where it wants to go. So I, I hope you enjoy that because at the, at the end of the day, the whole purpose of the work of Right Thinking Foundation, the purpose of this radio program and, and the purpose that I've dedicated my life to is to try to help people have a better life. Not just people that are incarcerated, people that that are just having a hard time, anybody. And before I go any further, I want you to know that I'm here for each one of you. I have plenty of time no matter what else I'm doing to to be here for you. rightthink.org is the website. If you found this radio program through any other Place other than going straight to my website, then um, you, you might need to know the website rightthink.org. Um, and I'm also very pleased, and I want to I want to thank Chuck Christie, my producer of the radio program. Um, we're now in 27 countries. Uh, not like a regular show in 27 countries, but he gave me some statistics that the the show has been viewed, uh, downloaded, listened to, whatever you call it, in 27 countries. And so. We just got to keep plugging along. And that right there is my main message that I want to give you right now. My wife and I, Donna, um, we went to a Joyce Meyer conference, I think they call it, maybe five years ago. Uh, It was in a coliseum in Hampton, Virginia. And we went for a couple hours, a couple days in a row. And I wrote down and have lived by this or just love that she said this. She was talking about in life when you just don't know what to do, when you're at that place where you just don't really know what you should be doing. She said, keep doing what you know is right. Just keep doing what you know is right. Well, that's what Right Thinking Foundation is all about. I'm trying to just keep doing what I know is right and and it seems to be going places uh, i just told you about uh getting cards and letters from people i don't even know from all over the country but um you know i'm i'm not like a regular person that's got a goal to try to write a book and have a bestseller i just want people to 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 grow to get a hold of what i have to to put out there and uh and and have better lives you know we should all have peace in our lives if we really had to define what are our goals in life, I go back to when I was teaching at the Achievable Dream uh, Academy in Newport News, Virginia, with uh, a lot of uh, highly at risk youth. I think the statistics in that school were that a very high percentage might be 95, 98% of the students there were in families whose parents were involved in incarceration. They were very at risk students. and And I would go around the class and ask people, asked the students with their, they were 14, 15 year olds, junior high school, uh, freshman and high school type age group. You know, we were talking about what is success in life? What are your goals in life? Things like that. And there were several, several of the kids that had, uh, you know, aspirations to be a, a professional football player, to, to, to have marry and have a big house, you know, things like that. But this, but this one girl, I will never forget Less violence in my home. That's where I'm coming from here is if you want material riches and things like that, that's fine. Use them for a good purpose. It's nothing wrong with that. But we, we all need peace. And, and I'm trying to help the family unit become a, a better family unit. Communication is the key to what we're trying to do here. So what, what I really want to embark on right now is to revisit what some of the basic uh, uh, mission statement is of right thinking foundation and see if perhaps maybe you can apply it to your life. In in my brochure for my financial literacy curriculum, it states the purpose of this seminar on personal finance and small business ownership is to give returning citizens a better chance of success by helping them to change the way they think about their personal finances so that they become more aware of how money works in their lives so that they will think and plan ahead, making right decisions, Reducing the amount of stress in their lives and not reverting back to old ways of thinking that may have gotten them in trouble in the first place. I've taken financial literacy as as the main uh, the main uh, the main tool. I guess is the right word. Um, you know, it's a financial literacy foundation, but my programs aren't really about money. Maybe twenty five percent about money. I uh, I've said all along. I can teach anybody how to handle their money, how to, how to budget and do things like that. But if a person doesn't know their purpose, they're going to be wasting their money on the wrong things anyway. And so that's kind of where I'm coming from. I come in through financial literacy, but my real goal is to help people identify their purpose. You know, some of my, some of my friends, Don Green and the Point Hill Foundation, he talks about the, the definite major purpose in life. We need to know what our definite major purpose is. We need to, to have a a burning desire to do something. And, and so one of the hard hard things that we face here is a lot of people that have the right, the right information, the right message, they're not reaching the people that they want to reach. They're only reaching a very, very small percentage of people. If a person, if a person, is not seeking change. If a person is not actively trying to, to go out and, and change, to develop new habits, it's gonna be very hard for that person to get the 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 input, the association, the, the information coming into them. The, the statement that so many people say is, until a person is ready to change, there's nothing you can do. Well, I wanna address that for a minute. Over the last 11 years, I've learned that there are many, many people that are stuck in life, that from one year to the next, five years down the road, or they haven't made any five years back, they haven't made any changes. And in five years, they probably won't make any changes. They're, they're locked into a struggle where their life is just sad. Sad's not the best word, but it's an okay word for that. They're, they're, they're disappointed. They're down. They're negative. They don't think that anything's ever going to get better. You hear all of these uh, these comments. Nobody wants to help me. I've tried everything, and no, you know, nobody's there for me. There's nothing else I can do. Things like that. Well, well, that's not that's not true in my mind. There's so much everybody can do. At at any point in time, when a person makes up their mind that they've had enough they're at the bottom of the barrel they're ready to never have to look back and have life do this to them again they can change their lives once they make that decision it's a choice and so the process that I developed when I started right thinking foundation to help people go through the process it's it's important to understand this though for people that need to change because they admittedly Are stuck. They don't like their lives. They're they're just basically going day by day. They're they're doing whatever they got to do to survive to get to the next day. They're taking advantage of other people. They're using people. They're they're breaking laws. Whatever. Those people. There's two categories of people that need to change. The first category are people that need to change, and they're aware of that they need to change. They want to change, but they just don't know how the other category is a much more difficult category and that's the one that i was saying that most of the people that i know almost all of the people that i know that are that are in the motivational inspirational uh, uh field they they just make the statement until they're ready they will not change they have to it's their choice and there's nothing you can do well i i don't agree with that what i'm trying to say here is this i've developed a six part process to deal with it and I'm going to speak right now to reaching people that aren't looking to change but everybody knows they need to change so here's the process it starts with love you know there's not probably anybody out there that's going to argue with with love is the answer you know it's in every it's in every major religion particularly christianity it's in all the wonderful classic rock and roll it's in the music love when I go into prisons and I and I and I meet people the first thing I do is I let them know that I'm here because I want to be here you know there's not a lot of money in it I'll tell you that right now just being able to to go and, and to try to help people in prisons but they have to know you love them everybody has to know you love them if, if there's somebody in your family or someone that that needs help but but you get introduced to them and somebody says, I want you to talk to Steve. If they don't know that I'm loving them and that I really want their what's in their best interest to be the outcome, they're really probably not going to pay a lot of attention. They have to have a connection where they feel loved. And so I try to let everybody know that love is, is the most important thing to start with. The thing that happens next, though, is, is that many people that have gone through life's hardships and ended up in a bad place, they don't trust people they don't trust anybody anymore particularly in prison or if you've got your own prison but it's not behind the bars of some state penitentiary you've gotten to where you just don't trust other people you get deeply into your own needs your own self not being able to count on other people maybe maybe in your life you 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 didn't have a lot of love in your family you, your your father Maybe didn't give you what you needed. Maybe your mother uh, wasn't there either for you. I don't know, but a lot of people have built walls around themselves where they just don't trust anybody. So it's critical to establish a trust in a relationship. and and that's that's the second part of my six step program. Love one, trust two. if 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 I'm trying to get to know somebody and enter into relationships so that we can be there for each other, if there's not an established trust, you're not going to get too far. Well, right after trust comes comes something that I think is just absolutely critical in life and all relationships. It's respect. There has to be a, a mutual respect between people. If there's not a respect, then I'll ask you right out. Are you going to listen to somebody that you don't respect? Absolutely not. Of course not. And so, so that's that's the third step, respect. The fourth step is, is incredibly important. It's critical listening. You have to listen to one another when I'm working with people trying to get to know them so that maybe I can help them have a better life. I have to listen to them. I can't just start lecturing and giving them by my book. I've already written about it. And you know, uh, you can get the rest of what I'm trying to tell you. If you read that book, absolutely not listening a person in communication needs to be listened to if they're not if they don't feel like they're being listened to then they're not going to share very much they're not going to open up they're they're not going to hear what you have to say and the worst thing in in conversations where where listening's required is when a person is speaking but the other person instead of hearing and processing what they're trying to say they're thinking about what their response is going to be. So everybody listening, think about that. When you're in conversations, are you hearing what the person speaking with you is trying to say, or are you just basically already formulating what your point of view is that you want to put back on them without really hearing them? So those are the first four steps. They're very deep. Love, trust, respect, listen. Then after we've established those four parts of the relationship, dealing with the desire to change. I've already addressed the two types of uh, people that, that need to change the one that does have the desire and they're, they're ready for the next step, which I'll bring out in a second. But the ones that I am mostly trying to reach that I say are falling through the cracks are the people, that it's obvious they need to change by everybody's standards, but they don't know it. They have no desire to change. They're just gonna keep right on fighting life the way they are. It's a struggle, it's awful, it doesn't have to be that way. They have no peace, but they're just so battle weary that that's the way they are. And people that are like that oftentimes go into some very, very dark places and they get harder and harder to reach uh drug addictions drug abuse alcohol abuse things of this nature it's very very dangerous to be at that place where you're fighting that hard and you can't get a break where you're treading water but you start to swallow too much and you think you might be drowning that's a desperate place to be and you don't want to be there so i can, I'll say this as softly as i can if you're going through life struggles and you just haven't ever had anybody be able to, to help you out of the rut that you're in, I'm here for you. I've got other close friends, many other professional people out there that that want to be there for you. So just please call, contact rightthink.org. My, my contact information's on there. But once you've gotten to where you've made the decision to change, then the tools can be provided. And that's where I I start coming in to help when you find your purpose and 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 identifying things and I'll come back to that in a moment. But but I want to stay on this topic for a moment of the people that are hard to reach because they do not have the desire to change. So for all of the professionals that that are out there saying, well, you can't help anybody until they it's up to them until they're ready, you can't help them. My answer to that is is that but we can't ignore them. We can't abandon them. And so I use a phrase that I say we're just going to love our way in. We're just going to be right there with them and and we're going to we're going to be to where they finally say, "Okay, Steve, you're different." And then they start sharing some of what their pain is, what it is that's bothering them and and things that they just haven't figured out yet. And I've gone this far into into today's message, without going through the basics of, of everything that I live on, and that's the word of the Lord. Um, I'm not doing an evangelistic uh, show today, but I am telling you right now that uh, I get my strength from the Lord. Uh, the, the, the best that I can ask you to do is go back to my show I did a couple weeks ago called "The Man in the Ring." And the theme of that show was basically that when you're going through life's extreme hardships, there's many things that you're going to be like that fighter in the ring that's got to go into that fight alone. But my my point in that show was, but you're not really alone when you know the Lord and you have the prayers of people that that love you that are praying for you and you've gone through proper preparation and training. You can deep you can go deep inside yourself to to fight it, and to persevere and and to survive and to come out a winner. So I, I want you to know that. We all go through a lot of hardships including myself but you can get through it. My my slogan for Right Thinking Foundation is think and plan ahead. Don't quit. Plan ahead. It will get better. Just stick it out. You know, it's not easy sometimes but you know the the theme song from Annie, Little Orphan Annie. The sun will come up tomorrow whether you know it or not. Tomorrow's going to get here. But you want to be on the good side of tomorrow, not still wallowing in the mire somewhere, just pity party, just believing that your life's a disaster and there's nothing's going to change about it. So that's, that's kind of where we're coming from here. I, uh, I try to deliver a message of love, encouragement, hope, and then provide the tools. And the tools that I provide, I center in on helping people identify their purpose and, and thinking about who they'd really like to be. And a lot of times I, I try to help people show a path pathway to success is the term a path that they can embark on where they can become the person that they want to be They're not there now, but let's 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 find out what you really should be doing with your life, what you want to do with your life and and design a, a course that'll help get you there. I don't mean a program like a college program I mean a pathway and it might be that you You need some education. You need some, you need some apprenticeship. You need some training. You need to read some books. You need to get some experience. You might need to go work in a, in a job where you can learn things because that's going to be a stepping stone to get you to the next place where, where you want to go. The radio show that you're listening to has been designed to inspire, motivate, educate, and entertain. And, uh, I don't know how well I've entertained you. It's it's a very serious show sometimes, but but uh, you know, hopefully you're you've learned my personality in the almost six years, and you know that I'm here for you, and that there might be some good things. I've got a uh, a flyer here that that was called Right Thinking Foundation, serving the underserved. It's a non-government program for the people by the people. I lifted that from the Constitution, by the way helping returning citizens become productive contributing members of society but over the over the 11 years i've done it i've learned that my tools have been picked up by many many people that are not returning citizens people that that are just just wanting to to have a better life people that are just struggling their finances are out of control and what i've learned with people whose finances are out of control Is usually that it's because they're out of focus, because they don't really know who they are. They haven't gotten to that place in their life where they've made the decisions to to be who they want to be. Sometimes it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort. But what the tools are is basically the financial literacy component is uh, trying to help people. As I read the statement, I should have waited and read that now because it's more pertinent right now. But I try to help people relieve the stress of of the money in their life. We all need money. That's just the way it is. Check out the O.J. song, "Money, Money, Money, Money." Yeah, some people it's got to have it, money. Yeah, it's got some really good lyrics in it. But what I'm trying to tell you is this: I believe that life has so many things that are going to come your way that you have no control over—illness, accident, job layoff, divorce hurricanes, different things. I think we would be in the best possible position if we don't have financial instability in our lives. If we're robbing Peter to pay Paul and every day, every paycheck is just a, 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 it's not enough, I can't pay my bills, you let your credit slip, you don't already have good credit, it's getting worse, whatever. If you can get control over the financial part of your life, the money part of your life so that you can eliminate that stress, your life will be significantly more even keel. It'll be much more stable. And then when something comes along that is a setback or, or an unexpected thing, you know, your car needs to go in the shop unexpected, you know, it's a $900 repair or something that poses a whole myriad of problems. Uh, how are you going to get the work? You know, are you going to be able to do this or do that uh, without transportation? How are you going to afford it? You know, you don't have the cash to do it. Your credit card's already at a high balance. If we can get financially stable, it'll it'll reduce a lot of stress in our lives, a lot of worries. And so, that's the goal of the program: is to help you get yourself in good financial order. So that when other things in life come along that we have no control over, you'll be able to face them and to avert what could be a major failure in your life and have it be just a minor setback. And and I've got a lot of experience in this area. I've gone through severe financial hardships uh, through my life, uh, many because of, uh, you know, just my, my, my long-term health issues. But I've learned a lot. Uh, I wasn't always... Uh, as focused as I should be. Uh, I've learned a lot of life's lessons and I've surrounded myself with other people that have made commitments to try to help other people. And that's what I want to tell you uh, about what's going to be happening over the next, the next couple months. We're going to be uh, continuing to bring on Antonio and his wife, uh, Adrian, Antonio and Adrian Sadler. And we're going to keep getting into rebuilding the family and, and, and really helping people focus on things that they can do when they've had extreme hardship in their life to move their life forward. And, and I'm telling you right now that the shows that I did with Antonio and his wife are phenomenal. It's an area that hasn't been uh, explored enough. It, it's, it's not enough. Uh, it's not enough out there trying to, to bring people into a better family life. And when I talk about family life, communication with your children, but you want to be a good provider. You want to have a roof over their head. You want to have food on the table. You want to have, you know, clean clothes. Um, but those are the basics. But what you want to do that some people don't do is you want to read. You want to have reading be a a wonderful part of your family life, sharing books. Uh, there's more information, on how to live life the proper way successfully toward a peaceful life in books and pick the books that are, that you want carefully, but the Bible biographies of great people, just things that have good content. You know, there used to be an expression, you are what you eat. You are what you read, feed your head with good input and and a good product will come out. Well, I think that I think that a lot of people are struggling but don't need to, and um, we want to help you get past that. And uh, I, I guess uh, I really don't have much more to say today other than in 2023, we're going to uh, continue, but I need to come back more into the financial literacy component, and uh, I'm not going to teach any of that today. I'm just telling you that it's available to you contact me and I'll I'll get you more information, but, but accountability, responsibility are a couple of the words that, that are important here that I just wanted to put out there. I have a whole list of words here that, uh, that I want to share. And, uh, perhaps some of these words, you know, we'll explore these into 2023. We need to, we need to really be clear about right from wrong. We want to be the best that we can be. We don't want to waste our precious gifts. We want to be there to protect others. We want to have a love of our country. We want to be a good friend. We want to be a good neighbor. We want to understand more about ourselves. We want to go into reflective uh, uh, meditations and and we really want to find about ourselves. I read a book and I can't remember, it's been 25 years ago, the author, she was a woman psychologist and she had her own TV show. Uh, I'll come up with the name later, but, She was dealing with people that that need to change and the overall attitude that people wanted to change people around them. So many people, if they go into any kind of marriage counseling or psychological counseling or something, they want to blame other people for what their situation is. And, And the point of her whole book was change yourself and everyone around you. When you change your own attitude toward things, you will find that that everything else starts to change. Also, you know Jim Stovall has uh, has a quote that that I've carried through with my foundation. When you make up your mind to change your thinking, you change your life. So instead of trying to make other people do something, change yourself, and and then their reaction to you, their relationship with you will start to make changes. Well. Some of the other words that I want to talk about, and this is a, this is a very simple thing, very simple.' I've, I've been doing this question for the better part of 40 years, I think. It's just a conversation thing I, that I've engaged with with thousands of people. If you were to, if you were to die tomorrow and you have children, what would you like to tell them three things that if you pass this on to them, that you could tell them you would have a wonderful chance of having a, a good life, that you would make it in this life, and and the answers are, are incredible that people give me, but I, I like to do a uh, a one thing, and that is having a close relationship with our Lord. That's a given, so that's we're going to accept that as whether that would have been one of your three things or not. So give me three things other than that. Let's just accept that. That's the number one piece of wisdom that you want to pass on to your children. Well, I've gotten some incredible answers from people, but for me, I think that I want my children to approach life with these three things, and I think that they'll have a a good life. Enthusiasm. If a person has enthusiasm, many, many wonderful things are gonna be present for them in their lives. Doors will open, people will like to be around them, things of that nature. Polite, being polite. It's hard to deny a person who is polite. You can take polite in many directions and polite, I think with polite, right behind it is kindness, caring, consideration, things like that. And the third thing is smile, smile. People love to be around people that have a smile. Those three things, enthusiasm, politeness, and smile. I've told people you could drop me off in a parachute anywhere in the world, naked, get me a towel, cover myself up, get me some clothes. And with those three things going for me, enthusiasm, politeness, and smile, I'll be able to make it wherever I get started at, wherever you drop me off at. The other words that I want to just put out here, this is just a random list that I did one day when I was just taking notes on my thinking purpose. We really have to know our purpose or we're going to be drifting around life without any sense of direction. And, um, and again, with money, if you don't know your purpose, you just, you know, it's like going to the grocery store without having things written down and having your kid with you and, and letting them put all the cookies they want into the basket that you hadn't intended to buy or seeing something, oh, I haven't had that in a long time, get it. Well, your budget usually doesn't stay intact if you're not disciplined a little bit. The mission, we all need to have a purpose and a mission in life. It's a long-term direction. That's not to say that we don't face life day-to-day, though. I'm in a phase of my life right now. I started my chemo treatments for about the next year, uh, my, my blood cancer. Um, i take i take a revlimid chemo pill every night at uh in the evening for 21 straight days and then i have 7 days off and then i do it again i'm going to be doing it for about a year i finished cycle 1 and and i'm and i'm i'm so happy to tell you that yesterday and today are the first 2 days in the last 25 days that i've even felt any life in me whatsoever it's just beating the heck out of me. It's been a heck of an adjustment. My doctor says that it's uh, the hardest cycle, the first cycle, because my body is just going through shock. I get a, a chemo injection uh, once a week during that 21 days of another type of chemo and a, and a very serious steroid. Lack of sleep has been killing me. The steroids don't allow me to sleep the days that I that I get that, the, 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 the injection once a week on Wednesdays. But I'm gonna make it through. And today, I, I feel pretty much myself today. It's a, real, it's a real blessing for me to be able to say that. Uh, we have to be dedicated to things. Having a, a, a with, along with purpose and mission and cause, have a cause to support is dedication. We have to be focused. One of the things that I really, really uh, believe is critically important to being uh, able to take on the responsibility of, of, of our lives we have to have a good work ethic. We have to be able to uh, to to maintain employment, to be able to uh, appreciate and respect our employers, give them an honest day's work, and um, but a work ethic. That's that's critical. A work ethic. We have to keep our priorities in order. Without knowing your priorities, you're just kind of like at a random kind of roulette wheel of life here. Uh, you know whatever comes along is what kind of what you'll you'll focus on right now. No, no, keep your priorities in order. Honesty, I think that probably might be one of the most important things on my list. If you're not honest, particularly with yourself, life's not going to be good. You know, there's a term called other self, thinking about others and not just yourself. We have to know ourselves. Shakespeare, to thy own self, to the. Let me get it right now. To thine own to thine own self be true. I think that's the correct way to quote Shakespeare. But, you know, everything I try to teach with my financial literacy and all of my counsel and trying to help people move forward and and get out of the rut that they're in, you know, we have to exchange bad habits with good habits. Uh, everything I do is based on character and integrity. And one of the single most important things that is just Deep in me is honoring your commitment, honoring your good name. And on the, on the back of my book, uh, from the lip to the hip, is a pretty far distance with my friends that helped me write it. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. That's Jesus, Matthew 537 in the Sermon on the Mount. Well, this is who I'm all about. The other things, just to sum up the list, faith. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of thinking about faith you know, faith in the Lord, faith in yourself, faith in the future, believing that things are going to happen, even though you don't know the answers. And I'm here to tell you right now, if you're waiting to be clearly focused on exactly what the answer is for some time in the future, you might not ever get there. You might live to be in the future, but you might not have achieved whatever your goal was. Here's what I'm telling you. Your, your present situation right now is not a definition of who you are. You can make up your mind, you can you can say I don't have a clue what to do anymore. Give it up to the Lord and listen to the Lord. I talked about my six step program with listening the number one person, if you want to call the Lord a person that you should be listening to is the Lord. And if you're speaking all the time and only hearing yourself, you're not going to be hearing the Lord. We should have an attitude of thankfulness and appreciation. If you currently do not have an attitude of thankfulness and appreciation, I don't believe that you're going to have a whole lot of people in your life that, that partner with you and, 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 and move forward in your life with you. Don't be a user, a taker. Be a giver be a team player. The attitude of it's all about me is not, in my mind, it's destructive. It's not all about me. You know, we're all living on this planet, sharing this planet with limited resources. God created us all in his likeness. He loves each one of us the same. We're all equal in the eyes of the Lord. Respect everyone, not just people that are Oh, I only respect those people. And let me say this, and this is one of the harder ones. If there's somebody out there that's basically not a very good person, that's a person that's uh, causing pain and harm to other people, am I asking you to respect that person? Yeah. I'm asking you to respect that person as a person that needs love, that might have had a lot of disadvantages in their life, that hasn't had the opportunity to experience love yet and go through changes that they need to go through so they'll be a better person uh, in this life. But I'm not asking you to respect their behavior. Your behavior is not you. I want you to know that loud and clear. So, you know, I love everybody and along with love comes respect. And I'm just, I'm just going to finish this off with, you know, I just want you to know this. I'm not going to talk about it, but we're talking about love. God loved us so much that he gave us his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. And there's an eternity waiting for all of us. But while we're here on this earth, we should use every precious moment of this life to to love one another, make the world a better place, and just basically be there for others and uh, you'll find you'll end up with a good life. I look forward to the coming shows that we're gonna be doing over the next couple couple years, uh, especially the next couple months. And uh, And I hope that you stay with me and I thank you for your support over the years and God bless each one of you. I'm here for you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Right Thinking with Steve Copeland. I look forward to being with you again next week. And remember, don't quit, plan ahead, it will get better. God bless you and have a great week.